Action Park Media. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I am Sarah Sanderson. Erica Cedeno. America Scarelli. Zulai is not with us today, but she will be back next week. We miss you, Zulai. But we are going to get right into it because we have such a special guest with us right now. <laughs> and he looks so excited. Aaron is going to take it away and give him the best introduction he's ever had. Listen, this might be our number one fan of the show, okay? Because we're his number one fan. He is a superstar on the pitch. He is a nine-year-old flight one club soccer superstar. He also happens to be the son of one of the Entertain Her members. How about a big round of applause for Jackson Cruz Cedeno? Wow. Hello, Jackson. Welcome to the podcast. How's it going, buddy? How you doing today? Um, not bad. Oh, not bad. <laughs> now, he's, now he's playing it very cool and collected. But when I told him he was going to be interviewed for the podcast, he was like, oh, Jackson, we love that. We, you know that your mom tells us like you listen, you have ideas for the wind down. You're all into the podcast and we, we thank you for listening. We thank you for being one of our favorite listeners. Erin, you know, she's a sports broadcaster and I know that you're into sports. So you're going to have your first sports broadcasting interview of your career right now. Are you ready for that? She's interviewed some of the biggest, biggest athletes there is. So here she comes. She's going to come and she's going to get you. I'm bigger than Jackson Cedena though, but that's what's awesome is I think Jackson, you have accomplished so much in your young career. I, I love watching you play. Your mom is crazy about watching you play and you're so fun and so good. What is your favorite part about playing soccer for you? Scoring goals. (laughs) Why do you like scoring goals? What position do you play by the way? Midfielder. Does a midfielder typically score goals or are they also defense? They score goals and their defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you do both. Yes. But why do you love soccer so much? What is it about soccer that you love? What I really love is uh, getting the ball and scoring goals and celebrating with my team. Erica, when you put Jackson in soccer, why was soccer the the point of, I think, being a parent is to like introduce them to things to see what really gravitates towards them. And it is by no, you know, I feel like Jackson is crazy obsessed with soccer, right? And, and, and he's always playing and he's always out in his backyard and he's always wanting to ask people to play. Why do you think he gravitated towards soccer? Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, he was- I can answer that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's see what you say compared to what I say. <laughs> when I was when I was on soccer rooms, I I was too scared. I was crying to go to soccer. Well, my mother right here kept pushing me to do it, and now I love soccer. <laughs> that is that is that is the story. Yeah, I think soccer. It's interesting because that's the first kind of sport that you can really get a kid into when they're super young. So he started a mommy and me soccer class when he was around 18 months old and he would never want to get up and, and, and really do it. And so we would force him, we would push him and force him to do it. We would have to get up with him in the middle of class. And he was like crying and didn't want to go. And we were like, well, 
he is only 18 months old, but let's just keep, you know, bringing him to the class of the mommy and me class. And then he was two and he started to kind of like it. And then, um, I don't know, I guess by like three, he was obsessed. It just became more of a, I think a, a passion at that point. I think that's interesting too, because it sounds terrible. Like we pushed him to do it. He was crying and we pushed him, but I think sometimes you just need, they were, you know, he was a little nervous and he was scared. He was a baby. I, f- I feel like uh, the Williams sisters with tennis, like that happened with their dad, pushed him, pushed him, pushed him. I feel like that same thing with Tiger Woods, like a lot of the greats, like they have a very strong supportive parent behind them who didn't let them give up. Cause I think that happens. A lot of kids, they start a sport, they get bored, they want to quit. And the parents are like, okay. And some of them are like, no, you're not quitting. You're staying with this and seeing it out. And then they become legends. I think the main thing is too, is as a parent, if you see something in your kid that is not, it's not normal. So he was standing and he couldn't even walk. He was standing on couches. You know, when babies, Isabella will start doing this. They uh, hold themselves up on couches to like, just stand up. Right. And he was kicking the ball. Like we would throw the ball at him. He was, he could not even walk, but he was standing and he was kicking the ball. (laughs) Well, Jackson, thanks so much for letting us interview you. We're excited to watch your career as a soccer star bloom. And Jackson, before you go, will you do us a favor and take us into the wind down? (laughs) Look at his face. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the wind down. Nailed it. That was so good. Yes. <laughs> Kira's saying that it was the best one yet. You did better than Kevin Dillon. He's got Emmy nominations. So that's good. <laughs> well, I had an eventful weekend. My nephew got married at uh, Calamigos Ranch. And it was in Malibu. It was so beautiful. It was freezing, though. Um, it was so cold. Um, but it was really fun. Like, my nephew um, is my oldest brother's son, Clayton. And, uh, you know, I lost my, my oldest brother in 2004 to a motorcycle accident. So we all kind of band together and, you know, um, to see him and his beautiful wife, like just completely grow up and mature and now be this like young man who has a, has a wife. It's like, it's so like, it was really emotional for me. It was really, it's like so crazy. So that's what I did this weekend. I mean, that was like the highlight of my weekend was getting to spend some time with my, with my nephew and like dance with him and my brother, um, his favorite type of music was like the more like the Smiths, Morrissey, uh, British bands. Um, and so that was the music that they would listen to when they would like walk down the aisle or like after they said, I do and like the bride and groom leave. So it was a really cool, young kind of hip wedding. And it was at this beautiful venue. I was freezing my butt off, but I did make it through and uh, I cried a ton. So that was like the basis of my, of my weekend. How was yours? <laughs> and what a beautiful place to get married. I love Cal- it's Cal- Calamigos, right? Calamigos Ranch. Yeah. It's so cool. Love they have there. like hotel, they have like rooms there too now. So you can actually just stay there. You, you know, if it's it like, I hate weddings 
where the hard cutoff is like 10 o'clock. And sometimes if it's at a ranch like that or a winery, they can really cut off the, the time. So if you can get a place that has a hotel situation, that's really ideal so the party can continue. So they uh, they really renovated it. It was gorgeous. It was really pretty. It was outside, but it was it was really pretty. That's amazing. It sounds beautiful. Um, I had an eventful weekend too. Well, we made it back to catch steak, not in the rain. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday night. <clears throat> Cause you know, when we went for my birthday, we didn't have steak, Aaron. How do you go to a steakhouse and not have steak? So what did you guys have? We had fish and tuna tartare and I don't know, a bunch sushi. of fish stuff. Yeah. Sushi. Yeah. How was the steak? It was amazing. What it did you get? So there was good. like so many options there. Uh, we got the bone and filet. Ooh, the bone and filet. Yeah. It that must have been four hundred dollars. Good. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't was it? I don't think so. No, I don't it's, think so. It's a pricey steak place, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's very expensive, but um, it was worth it. You know, it was nice. We had friends coming in from Utah that came in, and so we went to dinner with them um, Friday night, and then on Saturday was Rosalind Rosalind Sanchez's uh, birthday, her fiftieth birthday, and. Oh my goodness. It was like a wedding. It was beautiful. It was so, uh, <clears throat> we hadn't seen some of these people for, I don't know, I feel like 10 years. So it was really nice. It was like a little reunion. Um, she's Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican actress. My, most people probably know her. So it was just like a amazing gathering with the best music ever, like literally danced our butts off. It was so, so fun. Um, it was, it was downtown LA. And was it at that cabaret with Daisy? No, I don't know where that is, but I think, I think this was, this was a hotel Perla, Perla. Have you heard of it? It's very much like in theme with like the 1920s and stuff. So it was perfect. The, the venue, it was like when you walked in and then huge rooms, like tall ceilings, a dance floor, the food was amazing. The, the people, the drinks, everything was just perfect. And she looks insane like she's so beautiful she doesn't even look 50 she looks like she's 30 um but yeah it was just really fun to see everybody and um hang out and it's, it had been a long time so it was an amazing celebration of life wow did you know a lot of the people that were there was like any of Zulai's friends there because don't they kind of have connection Daisy was there yeah Daisy is Daisy and um she was so fun we were dancing and partying and hanging out together and then uh, Eva Longoria was there and Lisa Vidal. There was a lot of good people. Yeah, it was, it was, I didn't know a lot of um, the guys so much. It was very mixed, you know, I didn't know a lot of people, but the people that we did know, a lot of her friends from Puerto Rico were there, which was nice to see them because I hadn't seen them forever. Um, yeah, it was super fun. So fun. Well, um, I had an, an eventful weekend. Um, I decided for some dumb reason, since Doug was out of town, so I now have, that's Isabella, I now have two dogs, two cats, and a baby by myself. And um, she, at her age, you know, you swaddle a baby because they like to feel like they're protected. And that's her in the background, if you can hear her. Um, and I decided, you know, it's time to unswaddle her arms, like have her sleep arms out, which is a transition. It takes three to four nights, I've heard. 
And I decided to do this when Doug was not in town. It was awful. It was very challenging. I got an hour and a half of sleep one night. Um, she just, she'd fall asleep on me. The second I would lay her down, she'd wake up and her arms would shake and it would startle her and she'd wake up. And so it was this like frustrating process. So I'd put her down and I'd kind of try to hold her arms so that she wouldn't get startled and she'd almost be asleep. And then my cat would be like, like he wanted to be pet. And I'm like, shut up. So I'm like trying to hold her arms. And then with my toes, I'm reaching my leg out to try to pet him so that he stops making sounds. And then our dog Boo was sleeping in the other room. And so she hears that people are up. So she comes running in like she thinks something's happening. I'm like, go away, go back to bed. It was exhausting and awful. And she like didn't sleep all day, didn't sleep all night. It was awful, but I've made it through. Um, She's now able to sleep. So that was my eventful (laughs) weekend. And I good luck to any moms out there. Breaking that swaddle is not fun. Not fun. Why did you decide to do it while Doug was gone? You had no because idea. Because I knew the time was coming and you're supposed to do it and they roll over, um, which she hasn't done yet. But also like you don't want her to do that with no arms because it's dangerous. And I, my mommy and me class, like I just kept, I can't, you know, when you hear signs, my last one, my mommy and me class they said, I want you guys to break the swaddle. And she's older than some, some of the people in that class. And um, she kept breaking out of the swaddle in the morning on her own. So like I'd wake up and she'd have her arms out. So I said, okay, it's time. And I guess I just didn't think it would be as hard as it was. Like I, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. Um, so I had to also um, call in the night nurse because I was like, I can't do this. So she came in to help, which was helpful the other nights because I literally got an hour and a half of sleep and I was like a zombie. So that was my uh, fun, fun week. But um, it's spring break, you know, and that's why Jackson was on today. He's home from school. Everyone out there is probably traveling, enjoying their lives, going on spring break. So we wanted to touch on Erica. Like, how do you handle um, spring break with the kids? And also maybe some favorite spring break memories, like back from college when we go to Cancun or something crazy fun. So Erica, let's start with you. So you guys got any spring break plans? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think because my kids are, well, Aviana's only four, we don't really get on a plane and travel for spring break, but we hear all these families that are doing it. And I'm like, man, right now, I really wish we would have traveled and gone somewhere because it's freaking cold right now in LA. It's like 40 degrees. So what we always do with the kids uh, is we go to more like staycations. We would always go to Palm Springs. Um, we are going to the Terranea. We're taking the kids back to the Terranea because we were there for my birthday and the kids haven't gone. So we are going to go there today. We leave today for like four days. Um, but we just looked at the weather and it's 40 degrees down there. So I'm not happy about it at all. I was like, can we cancel and book a flight somewhere and leave for a little bit anywhere? Or go to Palm Springs. That's what I, that's what I told Matt. He goes, I don't think we can cancel the day of. So I don't know. I'm, I still might try because I'm not excited about that at all. I, for me, I feel like spring break is about going somewhere where it's warm. And obviously LA, it's usually warm, you know, in April, but not this year. Cause we've had a terrible winter as we all know. Um, but yeah, I, 
I do more staycations, but I think this will be my last staycation and I'm going to start doing vacations next year. Actually, Netta had told me already, she's like, I know you like to plan in advance. So next year we're going to Costa Rica for spring break. So make sure you make that happen. So I like that idea, right? Have you guys ever been to Costa Rica? That's been on- No, that sounds so fun. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, you've been- yeah, I've been surfing and like ATVing in the jungle. It's really, and the weather's great, water rafting. It's like a super active jungle. It's really cool and it's beautiful. Yeah. Sounds amazing. That's what I want to do. I, I think um, traveling, you know, we don't really travel that much and we just have to, Sarah, you know, you you see what it's like as a mom. You're kind of just like, okay, my life is changing it's okay. But there are families and people that do it all the time. Me and Matt are kind of just like, a, oh, I don't want to deal with them on the plane. I don't want to deal. Uh, is it really worth spending all that money when they're not going to behave or whatever, you know, because obviously flying is another level, but I think we just need to live more spontaneous. That's what I'm telling Matt these days. I was like, you know, life is short. Let's just do it. Like pick up, pick, pick it up and do it. We don't do that anymore. So, um, our the travel- planner, the planner being spontaneous, this is news to me. So I was going to say what <laughs> I'm not spontaneous at all. I know having new people in my life that are like that. I was like, Oh, I wish I was like that. Like I wanted, okay. So I'm going to sign up for that more of that more spontaneity sign up for more of that because I think it's important. I think it's important to do, to do more of that, not be such a, like a stickler about planning. I think also sometimes when you don't have something pre-planned, um, you end up having like the best time because you have no expectations. You just kind of happen to fall into whatever it was. You're like, wow, this was amazing. Rather than if it's a trip you've been thinking about for months, like it's really up there like, oh, this will be amazing. And then it has so much expectations it has to live up to. But, um, yeah, my spring break. Uh, I don't have a spring break. Uh, I will just be here. Although I am going to the desert, so I think to the other house. So I guess that's that's my spring break. But I have a couple friends going out there with their kids. So hopefully we'll meet up. Um, but spring break, you know, our family never did travel growing up. Um, I feel like I went to Cancun on a spring break for a senior trip, which was super fun. I think that was spring break time. That was very crazy. Uh like looking back, it's since I think I was 17 or something like in Cancun with a bunch of kids. Like, it's just kind of funny. Um, but Aaron, what about you? You got anything cool planned? You know, all my friends would do, and it was so funny too. Cause like, I remember MTV spring break was a huge thing for me growing up, like with Jenny McCarthy and like everybody would go and like, they do these music concerts and it looked so awesome. Um, UCLA is calling me right now. Well, I have uh, surgery for tomorrow. Anyways. Yeah. I was always envious of like the young kids, my age, who could go to like, you know, Cancun, like you said, but nope, didn't get the opportunity. I had to stay home. Um, and I don't really remember where I went. If I went anywhere, like, I really don't think that I did when I was in high school. Certainly not. Um, in college, I'm trying to think, um, I may have traveled a little bit more, but yeah, I mean, my spring breaks were more like summer breaks. Like I had more summer vacations. I remember my parents going to Hawaii when I was like 11. And that was like the only time my mom would get on a plane because she just hated traveling. So 
Yeah, I don't have a lot of great spring break stories. I just remember witnessing them when I was young on like MTV spring break, which was looked epic. Um, so yeah, no, I remember that MTV spring remember break. That? What about you, Erica? Did you ever have spring breaks growing oh up? Oh my gosh, uh, not growing up, no. But let me tell you something. I took out student loans for call like in college just to be able to afford spring breaks because we never yeah we never did anything when we were kids we would only do like summer vacation as well and we would always go to the same place we'd go to mexico to visit family so i was always like this isn't really a vacation because we're all we were just at people like our family's house um houses so yeah, I took out loans for spring break and we went, we went to a lot of places. We went to Mexico. We would go to Florida a lot. Do you remember like uh, Florida being a big spring break place back in the day? Too? I'm like, sure it still is. Yeah. Miami and, yeah. Oh gosh. I was like beer. I was like a beer bonging queen back then. <laughs> Oh my God. Like the, the, uh, oh, beer bong. Wait, what's a cake stand? Doug oh, just went to, too. I did those too. I've done that too. Yeah. And the shotgun. Is that what they call it? Like when you open up like the can at the end? Yeah. Yeah. I actually did that for Randy's bachelorette party, which was in Palm Springs, uh, October of what? 21, I think. And I didn't know that I still, I still got it girls. I beat like a 17 year old at shotgunning uh, a, a can of, I don't even know what it was. I think it was a white claw or something nasty like that. Oh and God. I did it like in like 2.7 seconds. It was like so fast. I got to say, I so I have no idea. I'm impressed. So Doug, this weekend, he went to go to Lu Lucas. His son is in a fraternity. And so it was like father son weekend. And so he went there and he sent me this video of Lucas doing a keg stand. And I was in a sorority, which we've talked about. So like, I've done a keg stand. I've seen, you know, there's keg stands at every single party you'd go to in college. And I said, oh my God, I see that so differently now. Cause now all I think about is germs. Like everyone's putting their mouth on the same piece. Like that's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> so and it's so dangerous too nowadays. I oh yeah. They, even back then people get dropped. Yeah, they drop they drop you, but also, I mean, I guess, yeah, you get, you get like real dizzy after and all of, anyway. Um, well, we hope that everyone out there is having a very fun spring break. Thank you for letting us, uh, put Jackson on today and, uh, his epic wind down. I loved it. Um, and yeah, everyone, uh, make some memories out there, be safe. Um, thank you for lit. You know, Isabella is having her own spring break over here on her play gym. She is just tearing it up. Um, so uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have not yet, please go to um, iTunes, give us an, or Apple Podcasts, iTunes, is that the same? I don't know. Apple, Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Thank you. We got a couple more reviews this week, which was very nice. Um, and, you know, it just helps us grow. It helps um, us hopefully grow this podcast and help um spread the word and thank you so much for tuning in and we love you guys and this has been sarah sanderson bye guys erica Cedeno. bye erica